Hey, I'm Jen. In life, I've learned that adversity is a stranger to no one. The way we cope is a huge indicator of our character. We want to make choices from confidence, empowerment, and trust instead of letting our circumstances control us. Let's talk about how. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is season three, Empowerment, and I'm so happy to be back. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, and if you're an old-timer, thank you for coming back. Today's episode is Act Accordingly, and again, this whole season, the lens will be through empowerment. When we feel empowered, we're able to reach deep within us and reach heights that we never knew were possible. I realize it sounds kind of cheesy, but throughout the season, I really want us to discover more ways to tap into that power. To start off each episode, I'm going to be starting a new segment called Name the Emotion. And this is because I feel like whenever we're going through something positive or negative, identifying the emotions that we're feeling can help us gain leverage over them and help us gain validation and, again, that empowerment to move forward. As I share these week after week, hopefully something that you've experienced will come to mind and you'll be prompted to share it with me. Anytime that happens, just find me on Instagram, DM me at A is for adversity or email me at genbank16 at gmail.com. I changed my Instagram name just because I wanted to streamline everything a little bit more. So again, it's A is for adversity. I put a couple prompts in my stories about experiences people have had with big emotions or just any emotions in general. We're all human, right? And I got several responses back, so that is the reserve I will be tapping from. And again, I look forward to hearing from you as some come to mind. One listener wrote in, One of my friends is an interior designer. We'd been talking for nearly a year about my future house and how to turn it into a beautiful home. We had a collaborated Pinterest board, had talked about styles, and had swapped numerous texts. When I finally found my dream home, we set a date to get together to shop, plan, decorate after we moved in. Right after we set a date, she sent another text that said she'd be happy to give me the family friend discount of $30 per hour. I was shocked. We had never discussed cost and I just assumed we were doing it as a fun friend activity. I told my coworker about it and she named the emotion for me. Oh, you felt blindsided. Hmm, this is a tricky situation. It's always harder when friends are involved rather than just some random stranger because you want to preserve that relationship. As with a lot of these, I'll probably be able to see both sides just because I'm a third-party observer. With this one, it makes sense that she was blindsided because they had never talked about price and they'd been discussing this for over a year, so... It probably would have made sense if the friend had brought up price sooner just so that both would be aware of the page that they were on and the expectations there. As for the friend, I get that too. She went to school for interior design. She wants to use her skills and her major. And more of us need to charge what we're worth in this world. There's so many of us that have wonderful skills that we can market or that we can use to help other people, but we don't just want to give them away for free. I have a friend who is a cake decorator and she talks all the time about how family and friends want a discount. Nope, you have to pay what everyone else does. I'm going to have a preschool and the rate will be the same for all enrollees. So yeah, I can see both sides, but I totally understand why you felt blindsided. Okay, the next one is a more positive emotion. This listener writes in, I started dancing with my family in the kitchen to a new song and it made us all laugh. She named the emotion as amusement or silly. 
Ah, isn't that the best when you just get into one of those moments and you just start laughing? Sometimes it's when it's late at night or just a random part of the day or something that strikes you as funny. I love that so much. What a good way to bring empowerment into your life. Okay, this last one is a long one, but it's a really good one. She had to email it to me because of its length. Stay with me. At a young single adult ward camp out, we were spending the weekend involving a variety of fun and exciting activities. There was a good sized lake with a rope swing, canoes, and out towards the middle was a floating dock. A group of us went to play king of the dock using our strength and wits to knock others off while trying to stay on ourselves. I pride myself in my physical capabilities and am also extremely competitive, so I took it very seriously getting down to the final few of us. Eventually, it was just my friend and I alone on the dock, using the last of our efforts to be the sole survivor. It was getting to be an awkward length of time for just the two of us to be fighting it out while everyone else waited for a second round, and she leaned into my ear and whispered, On the count of three, let's both jump off. I felt surprisingly excited about that compromise and thought, what a smart way to end our evenly matched struggle. We'd both get the bragging rights and not have the discomfort of admitting defeat, but instead we would share in the victory, not to mention the dip in the water would feel so nice. So we struggled a little closer to the edge, and I whispered the countdown together. Oh, and whispered the countdown together. At the end, I happily threw my arms up, jumping into the water, delighting in our shared triumph, only to emerge with her still on the dock, celebrating with a victory dance. I was flooded with immediate rage as I felt completely betrayed, as well as embarrassed for my naive belief of trust in this friend. Of course, now it seems like a menial event to take such stock in, but I will never forget those powerful emotions. I don't think it's menial at all. I think it's important to look back on our experiences and see how they may have shaped us as long as we don't dwell on them too heavily. I'm sure this probably impacted your level of trust with people for a while. I know I can relate to the feeling of being betrayed. That's the thing about emotions. Regardless of our experience, they're all universal. Thank you so much for sharing that. Okay, so that's the end of that segment for this week. I hope to hear from you soon, and I hope it was valuable, at least in some part. I also want to be better this season about incorporating more quotes like I did with the first season. I kind of lost that with the second season in my focus on storytelling, which I have no regrets, but I'm excited to move forward with this in the future and bring it back to more my flavor. I'm going to try and incorporate at least three quotes per episode. So the first quote I have for this episode is by, oh, there is no author, but it says, decide what kind of life you actually want, then say no to everything that isn't that. So that goes right along with the theme for this episode, which is act accordingly. Or another way to say that is act as if. What kind of life do you want? Really think about it. Really spend some time with yourself thinking about what kind of life you want, what do you want it to look like, who you want to be with, who, what kind of person you want to show up as, and then act that way because eventually you'll become that person. The only way to become something is to practice at it, and that's the same with our character. We act as if. I also like the reminder to say no because... A lot of us are yes people. We just agree to things or we do things or we go through the motions and then we find ourselves in a place that we don't want to be. So really question things and what you want to let into your life and what you want to be a part of. I'm still working on that myself. Speaking of the kind of life that we want, 
you know, those New Year's challenges that you hear every year, pick a word to go into the year with or set some goals, New Year's resolutions, make a vision board, all those things. Well, a new one that I heard this year was to write down 22 words for 2022. So I did that and I can share those with you now. Another thing I'm going to incorporate into this podcast, lots of changes, stay with me, (laughs) is I want to share a list every episode. So the first thing I had to do was make a list of lists. At the top of my list was this list, 22 words for 22. I figured that would be an appropriate list to share since it's January and still the beginning of the year. So if you want to do that, you certainly can. The first three words I wrote down came from President Nelson's challenge to incorporate three things as we're making our New Year's resolutions. First, he said to strengthen our spiritual foundation. And so the word that I wrote down was Christ because I want to improve my relationship with Christ. The second thing he encouraged us to do was to be kind. So I wrote down the word kind. And the last thing he encouraged us to do was to be resolute in our goals or our resolutions to resolve to actually do them. So I wrote down the word resolute. The next 12 words are my governing values, if you remember that, all the way from season one. Those are things that I want to have in my life, certain virtues that I want to possess in my character. And being that there's 12 of them, I can work on one per month. I think I've shared these before and... I don't know if you really want to hear them, but there's 12 virtues. And then the last seven words are just kind of some random ones. Laugh, fun, progress, baby. I'm going to have a baby this year. I did write down the word move. We're moving next month, but I also wanted it to be a double meaning. The double meaning being move my body, exercise, be fit, be active. I wrote down the word podcast because I'll always be working on this podcast and showing up for you, looking for ways to make it better. And I wrote down the word temple. It's always good to attend the temple, especially now that it's opening a little bit more with COVID. Hopefully things will stay that way and not go backwards. And then the last word I wrote down was blank because I wanted some element of surprise or unexpected serendipity because I just want to expect the unexpected. Something's going to happen this year that I can't anticipate and I want to be ready for it. Even just the possibility of that gets me so excited. Okay, the next quote I have for you is, do something today that your future self will thank you for. And along with act accordingly, the key word there is act. Get moving. It's a new year. Create new habits. Do something that you your future self would want you to do. Jodi Moore recently talked about self-discipline, and I really like how she conveyed it. She said, self-discipline is between you and your future self. You either experience comfort now and discomfort later, or vice versa, depending on what you chose. You win either way. Her example was with laundry. If you put it off, you're experiencing comfort now because you don't have to do the laundry, but discomfort later when it actually comes to doing it and folding it and putting it away. Whereas if you just do it now, you may experience a little discomfort of having to get it done and putting off something else. But later you get to experience comfort because it will have already been done and you'll have clean clothes to wear. Yes, I do still listen to Jodi Moore every single week. Her episodes come out on Friday. So again, if you haven't looked into her, seriously do that. But another podcast I've recently gotten into is called The Bad Broadcast by Maddie Murphy. 
and it's a little spicy at times, so just be aware of some of her language and content. But it's just such a fun podcast. I've never laughed more in my life on a podcast than I do when I'm listening to hers. It's so random. I love her segments. And one of my favorite segments is when she pretends to be a judge and she calls it, she's the judge of of petty arguments. And so she has her listeners send in all these petty arguments and she gives a ruling for their sentence or her opinion, those types of things. It's just so lighthearted and gives you something new to think about and a new perspective, fresh. I don't know. So I'm, as always, I find people to emulate. So I want to add a little bit more flavor into my podcast. So I'm trying to find new ways to make it more interesting. Hopefully the changes are good and I'm always open to feedback. So send me a message. Okay, the last quote I have for you is kind of a stretch. It doesn't super go with this topic, but I just really, really love it. So it's by Morgan Harper Nichols. And she says, may you approach this season with gratitude and a deeply rooted hope that every day will teach you something that is an integral part of your growth. And the reason I like that is because it it does go with act accordingly. It's saying that whatever comes your way, see it as an opportunity to use it for your growth, see it as a lesson to be learned, as a skill to be gained. There's so much to learn and absorb and be and do that we just need to act and take it in stride. I also like how it had the word season in it because of course it's talking about a season of life, but I like how this is a new season, so it's a good quote to start with as a new season. And I think that's about it. Thank you for joining me, and I will talk to you again next week. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. You can find me on Instagram at is4adversity or email me at genbank16 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you.